Welcome to the Living Large and Hard podcast. This is uh, Elevator Adventures Part 2. Live from the skybox. That's all that traffic noise you always hear when I'm doing these things in the background. Um, Episode 1 of this um, Elevator Adventures section. You should, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you fucking do it. Just listen or don't listen to them in order, really. Uh, but anyway, uh, I've been stuck in um, elevators three times. Twice was my fault. Well, one and a half times my fault. This one was just your classic uh, elevator getting stuck in adventure type thingamabob. I was hired by the Doubletree Hotel in Tallahassee, Florida. Tallahassee, Florida. Yep. Worst place I've ever fucking lived. Closer to Georgia than the ocean. The ocean was about an hour away. Georgia was 16 miles away. It's in the panhandle. And I always said it's, uh, it was so shitty there that Georgia just said, you could fucking take it. We don't want it. Um, Tallahassee was decided as the capital because they sent, I'll probably get them reversed, but they sent somebody on a mule from Pensacola and someone in a fucking canoe from Tampa or something like that and where they crossed paths that was going to be the capital so there's a there's a sound um, scheme interestingly it's one of I believe only three state capitals that's a high-rise and if you bring up a picture of it from uh, I think it was Appalachie Parkway anyway if you're if you give a fuck bring that up and then they had the uh, House on one side and the Senate on the other. And it, what it looks like basically is a cock and balls from down this road. Uh, very conservative there. Horrific weather. Just, you know, endlessly hot, humid. Bugs. More bugs. Uh, zillions of things that could bite and, and hurt you or kill you. I was bitten by a brown recluse spider. And um, I had this the fucking pus filled thing growing on the side of my right hand it was about half the size of a golf ball and uh, the vein running up my arm was infected past my elbow and I looked at that when it was going on and I thought you know this really isn't going to work out well because that thing's halfway to my heart so I went to the uh, um, emergency center not the emergency room and walked in and I I had it covered because pus was leaking out of it because I was sticking um, heated pins in it trying to drain it that didn't work real swell but I'm a DIY kind of guy and um, so I went there went to the front and she said uh, what do you got and I I showed the lady behind the desk and she said oh my god why did you show me that I went, oh, okay You're, that's pretty confidence inspiring so oh man what did I just choke I think I'm a coronavirus patient number one for the US I got something going on so sorry about all the sniffling and shit Anyway, uh, I finally go back, sitting in the in the patient room, or whatever you call it, the room you finally get to to wait some more. And the doctor comes in, and he goes, uh, here you got some kind of bite. I go, yeah. And I show him, he goes, this is really what you want to hear from a healthcare professional who's supposed to be taking care of you. He goes, holy shit, you should go to the emergency room. Yeah, should I? 
nah, we'll take care of you here. I'm like, oh, fuck me. I don't know if now I want you to take care of me here. But anyway, it, yeah, whatever. Let's go on with this. Go ahead, man. Show me what you got. And uh, nurse is there. He says, nurse, you know, we got any lidocaine. They don't have any lidocaine in the room. So that's, a, that's another good sign right there. This is a well-run establishment. People are freaking out over my... I mean, it was pretty gross looking, but it wasn't... I didn't think it was that bad. It's kind of cool. Other than the fact that I was nauseous and I was probably going to have an infected heart sack, but whatever. Um, so it sends the nurse out. They've got this pan um, sitting there. It's like a little, like a little, <laughs> like a little cookie sheet with high sides, a real small one. And the nurse is gone for just a couple minutes. And I see the doctor go and he grabs a scalpel, takes my hand, even though uh, there's no lidocaine to kill the pain, takes the scalpel and takes the dull side. He pokes it in, then takes the dull side and rips this um, half a golf ball size pus sack open on my hand, which I have a really high pain tolerance. Uh, so that didn't, but I mean, it was pretty painful, but that wasn't super horrid. So the nurse comes back with a lidocaine, looks and goes, what, you know, you can see the look on his face like, what the fuck? And the doctor's like, you know, hold the pan, takes and uh, takes my hand and squeezes the fuck out of that thing, which is pretty cool because it was um, little bits of black, I don't know, necrotic skin, I guess, in there. And some stuff that looked like a very small curd cottage cheese, but it was orangish yellow. So that was pretty decent. But then to really uh, squeeze it, he grabbed, this was between my little finger and my ring finger on my right hand. And he squeezed the shit out of it, and he hit the nerve. And I about passed out from that. And he goes, you okay? I'm like, yeah. I said, just don't squeeze that nerve again. He goes, well, maybe you should lay down. I go, no, just don't squeeze the nerve. So what's he do? He grabs it again. Wham! Anyway. That's a little sidebar on that. He wrapped it all up and everything, and then he wrapped it again. And it was okay, and unfortunately, um, I don't know. I'm looking at it now. Very disappointing. I thought there'd be some stupendous, you know, scar from it, you know, piece. If you look at brown recluse, if you Google the images, which I recommend you don't do if you've been bitten by one, it's people's hands splitting open and all kinds of cool shit like that. So I was expecting a little more than uh, what I got, which, I don't know, I got more than I expected also, I guess. So anyway, Tallahassee, Doubletree Hotel, I go for orientation. And they're given, you know, the usual corporate orientation bullshit. Then they go, we're going to go upstairs and we're going to see the offices. So everybody, um, we're going to do that. And I'm thinking, man, I have really got to piss. But if we're just going upstairs and looking around, you know, I can always jet off and uh, hit the head up there. So we all get to get together, put our shit down, get, we get in the elevator and um, yeah, there's a lot of people in the elevator. I'm sure you can see where this is going. There's a lot of people in the elevator. And um, I glance at the capacity and do a quick head count, think, eh. And then someone goes, oh, you guys going up? Yep, yep, we are. Come on in. Push the button, door closes, goes up, slams, stops, complete halt. Like I said, I'm sure you saw that coming. And, you know, so did pretty much everybody else in the elevator, but you always have that stupidity as a human that anything bad is not going to happen to you. So 
we're all crammed in there. Um, a lady starts freaking out. Oh my lord! Oh my god! I, oh, oh, I can't believe it! No, I got to get out of here! I got to get out of here! Well, guess what, lady? You're not. I look, um, being an expert in these things. If you did listen to episode one, I look for the hatch because uh, I know how to work the little buttons on top and all that shit. If it's that way, or at least I can get up there and you know get a door open. But uh, what has happened? They found out that having hatches. In passenger elevators more people get fucked up by going up the hatch and uh, trying to rescue themselves and just by you know, I mean how, how fucked up are you gonna get just sitting in an elevator you're not gonna be there long enough you starve to death or anything but you may piss yourself if you're me and it was getting to that point and I was standing by the uh, control panel and it's got that a lot of them have that uh, I guess they don't so much anymore but anyway have a door with a phone in it and I thought, man, it's getting to the point where I'm going to have to tell these people, avert your eyes. I am going to piss in this fucking little phone hatch thing because <laughs> it. I'm not holding it much longer. Um, I'd already checked out the crack between the door and that. And I'm like, eh, that's not going to work. Plus, if the door pops open, I really don't need my, uh, my Johnson, you know, pulled back in the crack there and ripped off my body, which would be even more spectacular than being stuck in an elevator. Um Anyway, maintenance comes on the speaker in there and says, uh, you know, we're stuck. And the lady's freaking out. And he said, oh, you shouldn't be there more than two days. And she, oh, then she loses it. And he hears her and he's like, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting. Um, anyway, you know, a boring end to the story, if it hasn't already been a boring story, is that um, he got a hold of whomever or, and figured out how to rescue us and uh, needless to say we kind of forgot about going up to look at the marvelous offices and all that so this is part two of elevator adventures uh the only one that i actually had no hand in fucking up the elevator if you uh, like this you can subscribe at itunes you can follow on soundcloud i also have an instagram account called living large and hard if you're interested in my viewpoint of the world, you want to see it visually, I would recommend going there. That also links over to Facebook, where I'm Mike or Max Marvin. Any feedback is welcome. Uh, positive, negative, you want to break my balls, fine, go for it. Uh, I appreciate give and take. And thanks for listening. And part three.